What's going on, everybody? This is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. Always true is so damn true, man. We are back, man. I hope you guys had a good New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. You know, uh, we back at it, man. It's the first episode of 2021. I want to first. I want to say, man, the rest of the community had lost a good one. Maybe we lost Luke Harper, aka Brody Lee, also known as the Exalted One. He had passed away. Um, earlier this year, and um, yeah, it was it was it was it was a tough one for the for the wrestling community. And AEW had a tribute uh, show for Brody Lee. Uh, he had his son there, um, uh, Brody Lee Jr. Also, he's in the Dark Order. I guess he was negative one. It was a beautiful show. It was a really good show that he did for um, Brody Lee. He retired the original TNT Championship, and when he gave it to his son, he gave it to his son, and he retired the title at the time. And, you know, they're pretty much just like, you know, we're going to try to take care of, you know, this family and everything like that. And Eddie Kingston, like I said, one of my favorite wrestlers, you know, favorite wrestlers as far as like on the mic and cutting promos, had a beautiful promo uh, discussing, you know, Brody Lee and what he meant, you know, saying like he he loved everybody in the locker room. And, you know, it was like a family and stuff. So, you know, say shout out to Eddie Kingston for just, you know, him just. He's such a great person on the mic, man. He just seemed like, you know, somebody that you need in that locker room that can kind of, you know, bring the troops together and make sure that everybody is, um, you know, everybody can move forward, you know, together. Uh, they had Cody. Also, shout out to Cody Rose and Brandy. Brandy Rose, they're, you know, welcoming them a, a, a baby. You know, they're having a baby. So, you know, congratulations to them, too. We'll say during the uh, tribute match, um, I know it's uh, it's still you know it's wrestling. I know it's the the situation, but it kind of seemed like the Dark Order was kind of like going in the direction of like being like faces or whatever. So it was like kind of interesting to see that. I know the one guy that got on the team, I believe his name was John Silver, whatever like that. He's really he's a beast, and I think um, AEW is gonna do something good for him. I think they're gonna like you know maybe see pushing him up, you know. But um, other than that, like I said, it was it was it was it was good. It was a well put together, and then he had the the two night. The t- I believe it was supposed to be two nights, the two night bash for the uh, AEW New Year's Eve show. I think it was called New Year's Eve, New Year's Smash, or whatever. So they revealed the new TNT top championship for Darby Allen, which I like it a lot better than the um, original one. Is black. I mean, I'm quite sure y'all see pictures on our on, on our Instagram page. Uh, it's, it's you know the strap is black, the little ribbon, the little ribbon area is red. It's, it looks better than the original one. I like it a lot. And um, as you see, the uh, heel Kenny Omega. Has you know done it again? I think he's like I said, heel Kenny Omega. It's between Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns, those are like the two top heels in the business. And Kenny Omega has, as you've seen, he's been working with you know they've been partnership with Impact, so he's you know hooked up with the Good Brothers over there, and you know their rivalry with like Rick Swan and the Motor City uh, Machine Guns and stuff like that. And so at the next pay per view, I believe is like Hard to Kill. It's a six man tag team match between the Kind of like the, you know, the members of the Bullet Club and, you know, Team Impact pretty much. You know what I mean? So it's going to be an interesting match. I think it's going to be awesome for Hard to Kill. I think it's like this is good business for AEW and Impact Wrestling. I like it. I like it a lot. And then you've seen um, the Good Brothers come on AEW and attack. I was it John Moxley, the attack. So they went in there and attacked John Moxley. Or whatever, and you seen the young bucks came out. So now it's kind of like I believe it's just like the not the founding members of the Bullet Club, but kind of like just former members of the club or whatever coming together. And it's just like 
I think it's just great for the business. I believe it's really good buzz for the I mean for the AEW right now and Impact. You know, so hopefully we'll see more people from AEW going to Impact. Some people from Impact going to AEW. I really want to see Moose from Impact go to AEW, but I believe he'll. I think he has a lot of talent. You know, I think he's one of the most like physically gifted wrestlers on AEW. I mean, on Impact. So if he coming to to AEW. I think he'll have a good. I think he'll have a good, you know, showing on on AEW. And I think like being on AEW, on being on TNT, more fans, more more exposure. I think he'll get a good look. Also, like Sammy Callahan from uh, Impact. I mean, you got Rick Swan, TJP, Eddie Edwards. You got Eric Young. Uh, who else they got on there? Ace Ace Austin. They got a lot of talent in the uh, Impact's women division. Is one of the best women, best women divisions in wrestling. So I don't know if they're gonna have some of the women come over, but they, like AEW needs that. AEW needs that because their women division is is trash. Like their women division, you don't really promote the women's division like that. So having women from Impact come to AEW, I think would help them a lot. But I really feel like Moose to me, and I know some. I, I got in my in my little wrestling group on Facebook. I was talking about. I was like, Yo, man, I feel like Moose. Will really benefit from that. A lot of people say, "Man, why not? You, know, you not talking about this guy, this guy, this guy." But I'm like, "Listen, get put Moose on there. Moose got talent, and he also got Willie Mack on there too. That's another brother that he got on an impact, and I is really talented too. But I'm going with Moose. You know, I feel like Moose, you know, can use that use that bump in his career. So, you know, that's pretty much another else good really going on at AEW. Um, I did like how Kenny Omega had he kind of brought it up. When Kenny Omega had a proposal for the Young Bucks a while back, and now you see it all come to fruition. So, so most definitely, I feel like AEW is doing good with like storylines because you saw that storyline come back, and now you see like the full it's come back a full circle. Like it was Don Callis all along that Kenny Omega was working with, but nobody really knew about that. And then when all this thing, when all this stuff fell into place. Now you see like the old Bullet Club is back together, and you see what's going on with that. So I think that's just good for AEW. And this, I'm I'm just like yo, I feel like WWE is in trouble. I feel like WWE is in trouble for you know most definitely in the ratings, and when AEW is looking to have another show, another show I believe it's called AEW uh, Elevation. So you know you got two AEW shows, and you working with Impact, like that's. You know that's that's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of winning right there that AEW is doing. So you know it's gonna be really, it's looking really good for that for that company. But um, what's not looking good was things going on in WWE. Now the SmackDown show this was the first show of 2021. You know it was rumors that number one shout out to Biggie. Biggie won the Intercontinental Championship. We all kind of figured that at some point he was gonna win the title from Sami Zayn, and this is what happened on the believe like I said the first show. Uh, 2021, Biggie won the title. But after that, you know, you know, you had the the few, you know, still got the few going on with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. You know, those two going at it. You know, is is like I said, it's great TV. Kevin Owens calling Roman Reigns a bitch. I think it's fucking hilarious. Like I love to see that Kevin. I love to see that side of Kevin Owens. I wish I know Kevin Owens had his injuries and you know this and the third. But I wish like it was just like that vintage Kevin Owens. Like, that people want to see. It's like, you want to see that. Like, he don't got to be, like, a heel or a face, whatever. Like, he could be, like, a tweener. Just people love Kevin. I just love that side of Kevin Owens. So, I want to see that more often. But, 
And like I said, him calling, like, you went from a big dog to a giant bitch is fucking hilarious. And him beating the snot out of Jay Uso and all this other stuff. But, you know, you know, eventually, you know, Roman Reigns, the head of the table, you know, got, got, got his, you know, put him, you know, him and Jay put a number on uh, Kevin Owens. So you had that going on. And then, but I feel, I feel like that episode of um, of uh, SmackDown was like, a, I gave it like an eight out of 10. You know, I think I thought it was a pretty good episode. So, you know, can't really complain too much about that. Uh, but then we go to Raw and Raw had the Legends Night, you know, and that's when, you know, shit really started to hit the fan for the WWE. And, and me and the franchise, you know, uh, the, the tribal chief of the podcast was talking about it. And he was like, a lot of those guys you can honestly say are not legends. Are not legends. And then on top of that, Carlito was supposed to be there. Where the hell was Carlito? Carlito was scheduled to be there. Carlito did not was not there. Right? But Alicia Fox was there. And Alicia Fox is not a legend. I like Alicia Fox and all that, but she is not a legend. She is not a, she is not somebody that you'll look 10, 20 years from now and be like, yo, y'all remember Alicia Fox? Alicia Fox was was the truth, you know what I mean? Like nobody's looking at that. They had Slaughter. Could you really honestly call Slaughter a legend? Can you really like if you look back at them days of Slaughter, really? That dude? Not really. You know, you had um who's uh uh who else you had on? You had Tatanka. I think Tatanka was there. He was they they asked Tatanka to show. <laughs> They asked to talk to show up and dress in his outfit and stand there for like 30 for standing 30 to stand there and not do nothing. I don't even think he said anything. You also had uh who else was there? The boogeyman was there. Who boogeyman wasn't a legend. Boogeyman was never a legend. I don't know why he was there. It's just a, I think he was just there for a spot, like a funny, funny uh spot. I think who else was there? Tory Wilson? Was there? Melina was there. Now, now Melina was there. I'm like, I'm mad that they didn't have Melina and Johnny Morrison kind of like meet or something like that. I thought that would have been dope to see that, but they had that happen. So we saw uh, Miz get his. Um, that wasn't that wasn't on the raw. That wasn't on the raw. Was that on, that wasn't on the raw episode, right? Legends. I'm not like, I'm talking to the franchise. I was like, that was, it was. He got it on the the previous episode. He got it on the previous episode. He got his super, uh, money in the bank suitcase back so you had all that happen right so match of the night was Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre for the for the WWE championship and I don't know what like y'all remember when Vince was like Keith Lee gotta go back to the performance center Otis gotta go back to the performance center all this he's like these big guys gotta go back and I want them to wrestle like big guys and whatever like that Keith Lee still does Keith Lee stuff in the ring Otis looked like he still does Otis things in the ring. So I don't know what what D had to fix or whatever, but Keith Lee still looks like he still looks like Keith Lee in the ring. But him and Drew McIntyre got great chemistry together. He put on a hell of a match. It was the match of the night. Drew McIntyre won the match or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, the Legends was out. The Legends was there. Like Flair was there. Booker T was there. You know, all the, you know, Big Show was there. All the legends is on the stage. Drew McIntyre is about to cut a promo. And all of a sudden, y'all know who comes out. Oldberg. Goldberg. Bill Goldberg comes out. And he claims that Drew McIntyre was being disrespectful. Right? Now, Drew McIntyre has been a face since 
last year. He's been in face since like last year. You know what I mean? Like when he was going on his run, one, two, three, Claymore, he was doing all that stuff and the nip up and all this other stuff like that. Drew was, Drew has been in face for like at least probably like a year and a half, right? So him being disrespectful to the legends won't make any sense because it's like, why all of a sudden you you being disrespectful? You know, why are you being disrespectful all of a, for no reason? You know what I mean? But Goldberg claims he was being disrespectful and 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 challenges Drew McIntyre for a championship match. Drew's like, yo, man, fighting you was like fighting my dad, mate. And like they got the little laugh, the little laugh, ha ha he he. Goldberg pushes him, and then we cut it off. So now we get announced that it's gonna be Bill Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble for the WWE Championship. Nobody, and I mean nobody has signed up for this and said, do you want to see Bill Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre? And everybody that's a wrestling fan that seen and that seen what happened feels like Bill Goldberg is going to beat Drew McIntyre for the title and be like the oldest champion in WWE history, whatever. And like I said, it's going to be like a two, three minute, probably like a five minute match. Spear, spear, jackhammer. If he, if he can get him up for the jackhammer, you might you you might see a claymore here and there and stuff like that. I, I, I hope I hope Drew McIntyre future shocks the shit out of Bill Goldberg. I'm talking about. I want him to spike him with that DDT like hard. Like I want him to knock this dude out with that drink. But I saw somebody say I saw somebody say something on Facebook, which was very interesting. And I kind of like agree with it. And I want to know, like, when did the WWE decide, like, the WWE title doesn't mean anything anymore? You know what I mean? Like, when when did the WWE say, you know what, this title doesn't mean that much. It doesn't hold the prestige anymore. Like, like look at all the legends that won that title. You know, and all of a sudden that title just seems like it doesn't mean that much. Like, it's on the flagship show. You know, it's been held by a lot of legends. And like I said, it's been held by, held by some of the greats, including Jinder Mahal. He won the title. He's the 50, <laughs> he's the 50th champion. So take y'all take that. And it's like, why why has that title been degraded so much? And I saw somebody say, well, it's because like Roman's is such like Roman is such a badass. He's a universal champion. And that's why. I'm like, nah, that's not it. I just think like once they got the universal title. And they put so much, they put so much emphasis on the universal title. They kind of took away from the WWE title, you know. So now it's like it's the WWE universe. That's why that WWE universal title is like that might mean more because it's like it is like the WWE universe is like for the fans or whatever like that. And the WWE championship was supposed to be for the it's like the company's championship, but now it's just like ah, you know, it's just just it's it's the second title. It's the second title. And then you're going to have Bill Goldberg come back and take it from Drew McIntyre, which is like, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. Mustafa Ali from Retribution, if y'all seen his tweets, was very upset and very vocal about what happened. And he made a lot of sense. He said, he got you got all this talent back there. You got him. You got Retribution. You got Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, um, Tony Nese, um, like a bunch of other guys like in the back, a bunch of other men and women in the back that deserve that TV time. And you gave it to guys that people that could barely even 
walk. Goldberg did not look good coming out. He did not look. He's not the same Goldberg. And like I said, man, I said this, man. I don't. You can't even. Goldberg might not even be top ten in WCW. Not even top ten. You got because you had look look Sting, Booker T, Ric Flair. A lot of people don't like this guy. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, DDP, Lex Luger, Kevin Nash, honorable mentions, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, like Paul White, the original Big Show, Paul White. Like you had a lot of legends there. And the only reason that Goldberg popped is because Goldberg was a knockoff of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was bald, white, and wore black shorts. Is that not Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin was bald, white, and wore black shorts, and black black boots and stuff like that, and wolfed ass. The only difference between Stone Cold and Goldberg is one of the Stone Cold cared about the business and Stone Cold drunk beer and Stone Cold was actually a great at pro- cutting promos. Was Goldberg good at cutting promos? Hell no. Was Goldberg, was Goldberg, did Goldberg drink beer? Probably. But he probably like one of them stupid drunks. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he drink beer. So nobody, want, nah, nobody wants to see that. You, were, you was a Stone Cold knockoff. You know what I mean? And you, you was kind of like in that tail end of WCW. So, like, you wasn't, like, the original OG in WCW. So, that's why I say, like, you not even, you, you, it's arguable, arguably you're not top 10. And especially if you ain't care about the business like that, then you shouldn't be in the top 10. You know, you took out fucking Bret Hart. You know, arguably the best there is, the best it was, the best there ever will be. You, you, you did that. You could cuss Bret Hart. So, how could you be considered, you know what I mean? Like, so, that's why I say he not, I don't even think he's best, like, the best in, WCW, so why is he getting this opportunity? Why could somebody like Kofi Keister, who lost to Brock Lesnar in three seconds, in 18, no, it was like 18 seconds, get another opportunity at, Drew, at, at the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre? That match would be better at the Royal Rumble to have Kofi versus Drew McIntyre. And you can kind of even like begin to kind of like maybe even like tease that the new day is turning heel or something like that. You know what I mean? Because like, if you need a heel, then you could have just had them do that. You could have just like, oh, let's kind of like tease the new day turning heel. You could have had Bobby Lashley, who's been deserving of a WWE championship for the longest, fight Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. Even though he don't win, that would have been better off. Y'all could have had, even give Keith, like the, the, the tease of Keith Lee possibly joining the Hurt Business and becoming, like stuff like that. You could have had, who else is, who else is on, um, Raw Shit Sheamus Like Sheamus is somebody That I know they want to see him fight Um I'm trying to think Who else is on Raw They really Braun You could have brought Braun back You could have brought Braun back And Braun could have been like You know No I'm not finished with you And he could have just like Just tore through Everybody Like he could have just Tore through the locker room And all this other stuff like that And then then them two could have went at it But they ain't do that so now we stuck with the with Goldberg versus versus Drew McIntyre, and nobody wants to see this. Everybody except everybody fears that that, that Goldberg is going to win the title, and then it's like, why y'all doing this to my man Drew? You know, Drew ain't just, he's supposed to be the chosen one, right? He's supposed to be the chosen one, and y'all giving it to Goldberg, and Goldberg ain't earned it. Goldberg didn't earn it. Musa Ali has every reason to be upset. He has every reason to be upset. Everybody in that locker room deserves, it has the right to be upset at this. You know, WWE is really screwing up on this one, you know. And then, you know, on SmackDown, 
You got Roman Reigns possibly like you know. I, well, I, the Adam Pierce thing, I was like, I hope they don't stick with that, which I feel like they don't. I feel like it's gonna be Daniel Bryan. I believe those two fought in the past, but this one's gonna be different because of um. Well, man, man, man it should be it should be Daniel Bryan because I remember Jay Uso did jack up Daniel Bryan like a while ago, so that would make a lot more sense. And then it's like Daniel Bryan's a like I say he's a part time wrestler, part time. Working in the back and stuff like that. And, you know, Dan Bryan is, you know, like I said, one of the best. He's one of the legends in the WWE. He's a true legend, not like them guys that he brought back from Raw. So, and, oh, yeah, speaking of that, yo, like, I don't know if any of y'all saw the picture, but it was like a picture. They said the legends that they think we want to see, the legends that we do want to see. It was a picture of like Stone Cold, The Rock, um, like, I like those guys, like, them true, like, the people that we hold is like those true legends, not these the old has beens and stuff like that. Like, none of them. Taker, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. But nah, we got, we got fucking Sergeant Slaughter. But <laughs> we got, you know, and Alicia Fox, you know, so we got them. But that's pretty much, yeah, you know, I mean, that's pretty much what's going on right now in the WWE, man, you know. Is 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 looking bad, you know. The hurt business went on, but hurt business was on on fire, and he lost two matches in one night. You had Matt Riddle, you had Matt Riddle beat Bobby Lashley, and you had who who beat the um was it the Lucha House Party that beat them that beat uh Cedric and uh and it was like kind of like bickering. Y'all just won the tag team titles, and y'all know y'all boys is beefing. Really, really, really. So. I don't know, man. That's the way y'all want to set it up for like a, you know, a Matt Riddle title run. I mean, y'all could have did that a lot better, but it is what it is. And it was kind of like a sloppy, like a sloppy finish and everything like that. You know, it was, it was really, it was really slow. It was really sloppy. So I really didn't like that from, from that. But I mean, it is what it is. Y'all want to get Matt, uh, Matt Riddle title run. All right, cool. You know, Bobby's been the champion for a while. Hasn't really done much with it. But like I said, if Bobby loses the title, let Bobby get a title match. Let Bobby, but let Bobby get a WWE title match. Let Bobby fight Goldberg. Let Bobby Lashley fight Goldberg. I want Bobby Lashley to destroy this man. <laughs> Bobby Lashley is huge. It is a, is a is a physical being. He's a beast. Have Bobby Lashley fight this dude and whoop his ass. And then we got also the possibility the Fiend coming back. You know the Fiend's going to be back. You know going to fight Randy Orton at the. Uh, at the uh, Royal Rumble in one of those cinematic matches or whatever. And I want to say, yo, when, 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 when Randy set him on fire and when the fiend, like, I didn't feel like he lost the match. Like that was one of those matches where I felt like the fiend, like the, 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 I guess the bad guy or whatever like that. I felt like he didn't lose, you know, it's just like, it was weird to me. I don't know about how anybody else felt about that. I just felt like he didn't lose the match. It was just like, yeah, okay, he set him on fire. But, you know, you know, it was just a, you know, it was an act or whatever. But I just feel like, like, that. I don't really count that as a fiend loss. You know, I feel like he won that. He won that more than he lost it. You know, and I was just saying, yo, what if Randy would have, would have, would have, like, you know, when you, when you fight the fiend, the fiend brings out the, the like the, the the like the real side of you. What if all this stuff that Randy's going doing right now? So it's like that's the real Randy that's coming. The you know the that vicious viper, that psychopath that's coming back. Like that's he already was on that path, but now you want to you know you know you know you know fought the fiend. Now it's really starting to come out. And what if the like Randy is becoming like 
almost like a fiend. Like he's becoming one of them. He's becoming something like him. Like that would be that'd be that'd be interesting to see. I don't think they're gonna do it, but it'd be interesting to see. So and then like I said, that the fiend, that's another guy that I could have had fight for the title. I mean, there's a lot of people that could have had fight for the title, but y'all wanna just give it the fucking Goldberg for no fucking reason. So that sucks. <laughs> that's that sucks real bad. But um that's pretty much that man. We got the Royal Rumble coming up. Uh, I mean, if I'm gonna, if I could give y'all my predictions real quick, I say, man, I I got Big E, Big E winning the men's, and and I'm gonna go with Bianca, I'm gonna go with Bianca winning the women's. So that's how I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that for my two uh, Royal Rumble pick winners. So that's why I think was gonna go on with that. So that's pretty much it, man. This is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast, first episode of 2021. And we are out a time. Holla at y'all guys later. We out.